0: welcome to the maybe i can podcast i'm your host debbie weiss i'm here to motivate and inspire you to stop using your circumstances as an excuse just like i used to an excuse to not take control of your life it's time to stop living your life on autopilot and start taking purposeful action to create the life you truly desire let's do this together Welcome back to the Maybe I Can podcast. I am so glad to hear you, see you. I can't do any of those things, but I'm glad you're hearing me. So I got to let you in on a secret. I wasn't planning on recording a podcast today. How come? Because today would have been my 29th wedding anniversary. And you might know that over four months ago now, I lost my husband. And, you know, boy, today is rough. It's rough. And leading up to today, I was obsessing over how it was going to feel. What should I do? Should I just stay in bed, throw the covers over my head? Should I go do something fun? Should I work? Should I not work? You know, all the things because. I don't know. I didn't want to stop the pain because I and the grief. I know I have to feel that, but you know, nobody looks forward to that. So in the end, I decided, you know what? I am going to decide on the day, which is today. And this morning I got up at my usual 5:15 a.m., actually 5:14. I have no idea where I came up with 514, but that's what works. Went to my 6 a.m. workout. Everything was good. Business as usual. And when I came home, it started to hit me. And what I had decided to do was to sit down and write a letter to Gary. And I had no idea what I wanted that letter to be. I just felt like that's what I needed to do with my morning journaling. And I got started and it turned out to be, you know, a walk down memory lane. Thinking about when we met, of course, thinking about our wedding day. And then all the other highlights and lowlights of the past 30 years that we've been together, that we were together. And as I thought about some of the highlights in particular, I thought to myself, you know, was it all as fabulous as I think it was? And it was, sort of. But in particular, I think about our family vacations for, I don't know, 10 or 11 years every summer. We went to Rehoboth Beach, Delaware at the end of August. And we loved it. It was, you know, if you ask my kids, I think that that would be their favorite memories from growing up are those weeks that we spent in Rehoboth. And, you know, Gary and I loved it as well. But if I really look back every year, there was always a blow up, right? Right. We always had a fight. And quite honestly, I think I was the instigator of the fight because, you know, especially when the kids are little and when you go to, you know, we weren't going to a hotel, we were staying in a condo where you had to like bring everything, the sheets, the towels. I mean, we could have just hitched up our house to a trailer and brought it down there. That would have been a heck of a lot easier. So it was stressful. And then once we were there, you know, everybody has different needs and different demands and wants to do something else and is complaining about one thing or another or crying when they were little because they didn't get what they wanted. And, oh my goodness. And I think the blowups happened because I just felt put upon. I mean, here I was worrying about everybody else, making sure everybody else was happy. And nobody ever stopped to think, how about me? How about mom? And I would freak out. Like, you know, it would be bubbling up inside of me until usually about the middle of the week. And then I'd have a outburst. And then it would turn into like a night of yelling and crying and stomping off and all the things. And when I look back at it now, I think, man, man what a waste. Here we were as a family in our favorite place. And instead of really savoring and enjoying every moment, I allowed, I don't want to say silly things, but it just wasn't the way to handle it. And it reminded me that, gosh, some things are so petty and we get so caught up in, I don't know, the minutiae of everything that we never take time to appreciate and enjoy the present moment, right? I was back then, I was always thinking, okay, how, what do we have to do when we get off the beach? What do we have to do to get on the beach? Who do I have to, you know, help take a shower? What do I have to bring to the restaurant? You know, all of this stuff is going on in my head instead of sitting there. Enjoying the beach, the ocean, the kids, the everything that we're there to do. And so, this is why I'm recording the podcast because reliving this reminded me of the importance of living in the moment and not allowing the past, the future, just no. Don't let it in. Don't let it in. Because look, Gary died. He was uh, 65. And we all hope to live a lot longer than that. And hopefully we will. And I know that I don't want to get to the end of my life and think, what happened? How did it all go so fast? I don't even remember enjoying it. I don't even remember any of this happening. And I know that he definitely, um, you know, was not living in the moment. Let's just say that. And neither was I. And neither was I. And now I want that to change because I don't want to be that person to look back and have that, you know, that regret. I don't want to have that regret. From now on, I vow. That I will make an effort to live in the present moment. You know what? Good or bad. Like today, I'm living in the present moment. I'm living with this grief. I have to feel it. Of course, I'm grieving. I can't run away from it. So I can feel it, process it however I can or will, and move on to the next. So we've all heard this expression, you know, live in the present moment. Sometimes, you know, you just hear it and it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's another one of those cliches. How do I even have, how do I do it? How do I live in the present moment? And of course, it's a process and it takes work and it takes time, but it's worth it. It's definitely worth it in the end. I see it as I'm getting better at it how much more i'm enjoying life because being in the present moment can make us happier it can reduce our stress help us cope with negative emotions just so many things why not so how do we even start okay i'd say step number 1 stop the multitasking i you could have given me a medal i was the best multitasker in the world according to me of course and i was proud of that title that i gave myself i was impressed with how many things i could do and how many different um you know areas of my life that i was juggling simultaneously putting out fires and scheduling things and working on different things all at the same time and I don't know, I think it was age that probably slowed that process down because as time went on, yeah, maybe I could still do it, but I could no longer do it effectively. I was making mistakes, mistakes I had never made before. So I've decided instead of being a multitasker, I am now going to be a monotasker, meaning I do one thing at a time, I do not let my mind wander and make me jump off to something else. Nope, nope, nope. I am trying to be disciplined and stick with whatever it is I'm doing at the moment. And believe it or not, it helps because it makes it easier to focus. Now, of course, if you happen to be multitasking, listening to this podcast and driving, Or listening to this podcast and doing the dishes, that is acceptable. Well, it's acceptable as long as it doesn't distract you from your driving, because we don't want that to happen. And of course, I guess we all want clean dishes. So that's the first thing. First tip is to stop multitasking. The second, try and incorporate some type of breathing exercises into your day. Now, there are a ton of different, you can Google the thing, one of the, the strategies actually that uh, a therapist taught my son years ago that I try to use, and I'm sure it has a different name, but he called it square breathing. And it's just really focusing on four, four counts of breathing in, four counts of holding your breath, four counts for the exhale, and then Four counts holding. And in your mind, you're visualizing drawing a square with those four equal counts, four equal sides. It really is amazing. It seems so simple, but it really does de escalate where, you know, if you are feeling anxious or out of control or just stressed, it brings brings you down. And it really, really helps. You know, there are, like I said, there's so many different techniques and some might resonate with you and some might not. So don't try one and say, forget it. This doesn't work for me. You got to really give it a chance. And, you know, there's a variety, so we don't all like the same thing. So give it a try. The third thing, if you don't already have a practice of meditation, give it a go. I was such a non-believer. I think I said that if you heard my interview with Erin from Happy Humans Minds. Happy Humans Mindfulness. I um I don't know. I thought meditation was really a bunch of malarkey. <laughs> and I just didn't get it. And I found it. Stressful, which was ridiculous because the whole idea is to help with stress and to make you more mindful. I really, I mean, I persevered. I persevered. And the thing that got me through was actually sampling a bunch of different types of meditations, different apps, you know, just listening to music and, you know, paying attention to my breathing, it didn't work for me. It's fine for me now, but initially it didn't work for me. I finally found an app where someone was talking you through it the whole time. There were pauses and stuff, but at least their voice was there to come back in and remind me to refocus. And once I found that app, And I committed to doing it a certain number of times a week. And then I increased it once I had gotten that down pat. I really took a liking to it. Now I've sampled a bunch of different types and it's a daily part of my life. I could make that happen right now. I just don't choose to, but someday I will. All right. So we have monotasking instead of multitasking breathing exercises, meditation, and number four is journaling. There are a variety, everything has a variety of methods, right? So if you try one, this is how I used to be. I would say, okay, I'll try it. But I really wasn't wholeheartedly giving it a try. I would try it and I'd be like, yeah, see, see, I told you this doesn't work for me. And that was it. You can't do that. If you really want to make an effort, if you really want to change, if you really want to enjoy your life, be happier and live in the present moment, don't give up so quickly. Journaling. Again, I started with a page that had a bunch of different prompts, you know, questions that I would have to fill in. And I used to think it was like a test I was going to be graded on. No one was seeing my journal. I found that helpful because the thought of looking at a blank page and I should just open it up, take my pen and start writing was anxiety producing. What am I supposed to write? What will I write? Uh, Where would I even start? And so I avoided it like the plague for a year or two. And then, I don't know, I think I heard something on a podcast. I wish I could tell you what it was. It was, it obviously was something that talked about the benefit of that freeform type journaling. And I thought, okay, give it a try. You know what? I think that was about a year ago. And I was shocked. I was shocked how therapeutic it was. I was shocked how my pen and my mind, it just like took off and I couldn't write fast enough. My thoughts were just pouring out of me. It made no sense. I could not believe it. I never thought that writing could be therapeutic. That wasn't my thing. And quite honestly, I think that journaling probably was the thing that made me believe, oh, maybe I can write a book (laughs) because believe me, that's something I never wanted to do and never thought I could do. But it's amazing what happens when you open your mind and your eyes to the possibilities. Okay. And last but not least, we got to reduce the distractions. So you know what that means. Stop scrolling on social media. Stop, you know, whatever, whatever it is that is constantly distracting you. And you know, we all know deep down what it is that causes us to, you know, take a left turn and forget what we're doing. It's so important. Whether it's You know, you're going to limit yourself. I will look at Instagram for 10 minutes a day, and then that's it. Or better yet, and I haven't yet done this, I haven't brought myself to do it. I'm not really sure why. It's, well, again, something I just have to work on is putting my phone away when I'm working. Stop picking it up. Stop looking at every ding, every text, every everything. You know what? If somebody wants me and they really need me, they know how to get me. They'll just keep calling and keep texting, and then I'll know it's an emergency. Because, you know, you're into something, paying attention to something. And then the minute you hear the bell or whatever noise you have, I keep playing with my sound notifications that's it you're distracted you pick up the phone and you're reading it or you're watching a video or whatever it is and now you're got to refocus maybe you were in some train of you know you had a train of thought and it's gone so reduce the distractions we want to be in our lives. We want to enjoy every second. And you know what? I mean, it would be nice. I said, enjoy every second. We can't enjoy every second, but it doesn't matter. We want to live our lives to the fullest. And that means we have to be present. So here's a review, five things that you can do to be more present and live in the moment. Number one, monotasking. Two, breathing, three, meditation, four, journaling, and five, reduce distractions. Listen, I would love if you found me on Instagram at debbie.r.weiss. DM me and let me know if you do any of these things. If you vow to do something, I'll be your accountability partner because It is that important. I want to do whatever I can to help you. Until next time. Thanks so much for listening today. And remember, you've always had the power, my dear. You've just had to learn it for yourself. Until next time.